Nature. Nature. What are your guys' thoughts on nature? Nature. <laughs> nature. nature. <laughs> it's pretty great weather. Pretty warm today. It is. Yeah. Heck yeah. You guys, warm weather fans? Uh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. I hate the warm weather. I hate summer. <laughs> right. With that being said, welcome to the audio show episode episode three, four, four episode. Welcome to the audio show episode four. My name's John. I'm Dawson. I'm Stephen. And today we are joined by a very special guest. Uh, first guest for our oh shoot, our first guest on the audio show podcast. Whoa, Zay what? Jones, everybody. What up, what up, gang, gang? All right, so Zay. Yes, sir. Tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do for the people? <laughs> Man, I'm I'm out here, you know, giving that living water for the people, the the Aquafina. No, I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> okay, RG. <yo. laughs> nah, man. That was my um, alarm this morning. Actually, I woke up to Aquafina. Shorty, <laughs> man. That's hilarious. Alexa, Lena. <laughs> oh, you wake up feeling good. Yeah. Man. <laughs> nah, man. Yeah. So. Uh, I make Christian hip hop music, man. Um, traveling around preaching the gospel using the gift of singing, dancing, and rapping. I've been doing it for about four years now. Um, born on the southeast side of Grand Rapids, born and raised on the southeast side of the Grand Rapids. Um, I've been a part of the Edge and the IMG movement for about two years now. And we've been rocking, bro. We've been rocking. Yeah, so that's the. The connection we have is the edge of the church that Zay goes to as well as Dawson. Yes, sir. It's like, Dawson, you go the furthest back with Zay. About how did, like how did that happen? Six months now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dog. Like January. Lifelong friends. <laughs> Lifelong indeed, friends. Indeed. I don't know. I mean, that kind of happened just from, I mean, Sticks and Ken's. Because I knew, I knew Ken's since, like, junior junior year of high school mm. and then she started dating sticks and then she invited me to the edge because she knew i liked that style of church and worship so did you all just connect you met each other and it was like did you connect like on the personal level first or was <laughs> it more like we know that dawson does like the graphic art you do music was it more of like the w when Dawson was introduced to me. They did show me that he could do some graphic yeah. art, but I'm not really an individual that like I get so hyped off of like what you can do right away because we all are doing something. <laughs> <laughs> um, more about the heart and the personality. So um, usually people who tend to give me more of a quiet vibe are people that I end up being really cool with. That was me. Um, yeah, she introduced me at, at the end of service and he showed me some of the art that he had made for sticks. And I did say we had to connect. And then I believe very shortly after that, we were trying to plan a time where we could meet up. And we eventually were able to chop it up over some steak and shake. Oh, some yeah. shake and steak. You feel me? <laughs> um, steak and shake. Steak and shake. Uh, please sponsor us. That was good food. Steak and shake's good. Yeah, it was man. a rainy day. It was. Also, I'm going to quick hop in. Uh, last episode, we had a little uh, some some audio issues. I can't. Li I literally audio. can't say the you word audio, audio anymore. It's audio it's like, issues. It kind of comes out as like a half audio, half audio. No, I've had the same either. problem too. Like when telling people, <laughs> I'm like, no, it's it's the audio, audio not show. audio. And I'm like, wait, I said it twice. Literally, just sounds like <laughs> I'm saying audio. But anyway, 
uh, it was a little weird last time, so we're trying to work out some of those kinks this episode. But we are actually recording outside right now, so you can probably hear nature. Nature. <laughs> nature. <laughs> anyway, back to back to the man of the hour, Zay. So, so four years ago, you said you've been doing music for four years. What got you into it? Like, what? When did you start? Yeah. So I'll be specific. When I say four years, four years of actually using my gift to pursue Christian hip hop. Um, music in and of itself has been a big part of my life. I mean, since six years old, um, my father was a bass player, is a bass player, and my mother uh, used to sing a lot. So music was something that I couldn't really get away from. Oh, dogs, man, they remind me of Astro. Uh, but uh, brought him. <laughs> yeah, what got me into actually pursuing Christian hip hop was, um, I had been a part of different groups and collectives, one being Momentum. And at the time, we were really heavy on um, dance, using the gift of dance to promote Christianity, to promote the movement of giving your life to God and letting him use you to advance the kingdom. And um, I always loved to dance, but I always wanted to do more than just dancing. I always wanted to do more than just singing. And you have, you know, the big homies Beacon, you have Steven, um, who at the time were really the like core of IMG, like the original OGs of IMG. And they were traveling, doing their thing, and it was inspiring. And so my first opportunity to ever get in the studio and, and do Christian music was with Steve on one of his songs on Monster Inc. It was called uh, Near Me. Um, it was cool. And then my big homie kiwi kiwi is the one that really helped push the ball forward and getting stuff going because he like came around to the edge and didn't really know who this guy was but he always was like super friendly always loved the upbeat vibe and um we ended up kicking it and he heard me singing outside of the studio one time because our dance studio is literally yeah, next right door next to, to the studio so one night he had me come in and he asked if I would just come and sing the hook. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, we'll do it. And he was so excited about it. And afterwards he was like, yo, after I was saying the hook, I kind of just was chilling. Cause I'm thinking like, oh, my job's done. <laughs> and then after the first verse and then the hook, there's another gap. This is the beat playing. And he looked at me and was like, yo, so you ready? And I'm like, what you talking about, dude? What are you talking about? He's like, yo, you got a verse? I'm like, you asked me, did I want to sing the hook? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? So I spent my whole night uh, writing a verse. And when I came back the next day, I mean, we recorded it. And he loved it. And he was like, yo, you have, like, a natural thing to like for this. Like, it's cool. And then that same night, we bought another beat. And we created a song called Christ Life. Um, and that was, like, the anthem for a long time. But, yeah, that's kind of how I started, bro. Dang. Yeah. It's dope. Kiwi's a good dude. He is, man. That's the homie. Yeah, so for for a lot of these, or for our listeners, a lot of the people you're talking about, like IMG, mm-hmm. that is a, well, you can explain it better than I can. Explain yeah, it, man. IMG, who's in it, the people you mentioned, like, yes, sir. how did you come to know them? Um, a, lot of, a lot of us, man. So first of all, IMG stands for Infinity Music Group. It is based out of the home base, our church, the Edge Fellowship, um, back in the city. And it's about helping young men or any young artist, any person that wants to pursue God using their gift, um, 
helping them not only develop as artists, so your artistic creative side down to your production, the business aspect of it, but more importantly, the spiritual development as to what it means to be a Christian artist. Um, and so, like I said, we re they revamped IMG about a year and a half ago to two years, and that's where I kind of come into play. Um, it originally was uh, Beacon Light, Stephen Malcolm, B Co Productions, and Mark Evans. And that was the core of IMG. And they brought this thing to a couple of new guys, me, Kiwi, PZ, uh, Aaron, Tank. Queese. And Queese. Yeah, I'm trying to make sure I don't leave anybody <laughs> out, man. I always hate being in that space. But, uh, yeah, they brought this to us, and that was the goal, man, to help build up um, warriors, to build up spiritual young men and women who are going to go out and preach the gospel using their gifts. And... Um, thankfully it all has been built from the foundation of fellowship too so yeah so Steve do you have any questions yes yeah, Steve has just been sitting nice. in the corner he's, he's quiet soaking it all in <laughs> he's very quiet <laughs> he, should, he tried to he tried to yell once he tried to yell once and his voice just cut off like he, he literally he's like oh, the quietest dude I think dude his ever. voice caps out at like like five decibels. You keep going up, and then it just kind of it just stops. It's like a dog yeah, it's like whistle. A, it's like a high frequency that yeah, you can yeah, hear. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Except it just happens. You gotta, you gotta like train really yourself low. to listen to it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You can speak to dogs for sure. <laughs> nice. I don't, I don't think so. But that would be awesome. That would be pretty cool. So like, nowadays, what are you doing? What's on the What's on the plate for for music? New music? What What's some of the Where can the people? check you out what you doing you touring yeah yeah man we we definitely just finished touring last month man it was really cool um had some different dates out here in the city in grand rapids uh from our own church to madison square um to lansing city life we were also in south haven and we were in south bend indiana um it was a really great experience um i loved it being able to be on the road with the bros is always cool they say, you know, in the Bible, iron sharpens iron. So it's a good time for us to be able to just spend that quality time using our gifts, but also spending real life with each other and and helping each other just be better people as we go along. Um, music for me right now, man, I am <laughs> writing the biggest mixtape I think that there is right now. Um, I've been working on it since November of 2018, and it's cool to see where God is allowing me to see the story that's being unfolded as I write these songs. Um, we just dropped a single last month called Side Story, and we dropped a video. Shout out to Dawson and John hey. for shooting and animating the video. I'm super it's excited. Um, it's super, super dope to have you guys on the team rocking and really wanting to invest and help. Um, we got some more things coming very, very soon. Um, another video is in order to be shot. Um, and what we're planning on doing is we're planning on dropping a single and a video every month. Um, so this month, I actually uh, got pulled aside by the homie Biko. He sent me this beat. I literally wrote to it the same day I got it. I'm getting to a point, guys, where like I write verses in like 15 minutes, bro. <laughs> like it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. I've, I I just it's not even something to like boast about. It's just more so it's kind of funny because um, he sent me the beat and I told him I'll write to it. And then when I sent it to him, he was like. Yo, already <laughs> and then he was reading the lyrics and he was like oh wow this is like tough in 15 minutes well, okay cool could so, be a ghostwriter and call it good 
What's hey. your career? <laughs> hey man, hey, there, there's some money right there. There's some money right there. But uh, correct, yeah, man. Correct me got, if I'm wrong, but Biko has done a couple of NF stuff, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, he's he's had some TV placements. Um, he's had a couple of other, I think, like Netflix placements yeah. too. I think him and B can have one. Um, sorry, I can't remember the show at this moment, but yeah, man, they're making making yeah. moves, and wow. he's. I forgot what NF song did. I don't know if it's a, if it was, I don't want to say platinum, but it went Which something. Which song was it? I don't remember that song. Right, I just know right. he has a plaque for it. He, Dang. Yeah. So yeah, because the real, real, real deal now. Yeah, just let everybody he's know. He's a plaque producer. You feel <laughs> me? Um, yeah, man, musically, we are just, we're moving, we're cruising. I'm in a place now where, honestly, I have enough music that I, for a while, could stop. and <laughs> Put out four albums. It. Right. No, seriously. Uh, guys, I think my the total I have right now is like 28 songs. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So now we're in the process of like, yo, okay, how do we get the music from the vault to the people? Um, yeah, explain that a little bit, like how you put out music. Because a lot of people think yeah. it's just you write to a beat and then you put it out. What's the creative process for yeah, for, for me, man, um, there is so many different processes. Sometimes, like, I literally write, and then I end up finding a beat that naturally fits to what I want to do. Sometimes I hear a beat, and then inspiration comes from there. Um, sometimes the instrumentation is actually in my head, and so what I'll do is I'll do my best to, like, do a voice memo, kind of record what I'm hearing in my head, and even if it doesn't end up being the actual beat, that instrumentation I was hearing ends up being a melody for the beat that I end up grabbing. Uh, for me, you know, you have your stems, all the different instrumentation. So, usually, are, I'm usually the guy that's sending stuff out to just get it, get that second ear on it. Um, shout out to Brett; he is one of the guys that has played a big part, and Tori Deshawn. Um, Brett helped mix Lotus, my EP that I dropped last year in September, and. Uh, Tori helped mix and master Side Story, which he is also featured on. Yeah. Uh, make sure you guys go check that out on all platforms. Both, yes, sir. Both projects, the Side Story single and Lotus. Um, but yeah, the creative process for me is like, I don't tend to have too much of a like system. Um, I think as close to my system I can get is what I do, simply. Like yeah. I said, just I write because I love words. I love to play with words. I love even inside of creating bars as a rapper, I love one-liners. So now I'm at a point where it's like, I'm trying to find something to give you in every single line. Yeah, That's cool. like one of the things I noticed about your music. Yeah, I think, well, Dawson was the one that like got me on your music first. Yeah, yeah. Just cause like Dawson and I like frequently talk just about random stuff. But he was like, hey, you should listen to this dude who uh, I'm just getting to know, and that was right. Uh, well, when did you put out Lotus? September. All right, so it was probably not long, not long after that, maybe a bit after, but no, it was like it was like November. Okay, cool. I listened to it, and I was like, the in today's like music, in today's music, it just feels like you're always like, some people have like good vocals some people have like good lyrics and some people like are melodic it's just almost like trade-offs no matter mm. which way and then it like i would be listening to a song and zay's going like just really like lyrical lines and then he just switches like to full <laughs> vocal and i'm just like what is going on here like is this dude just like all of like the voice wrapped up into one <laughs> person but 
it was yeah it like it stood out to me how you kind of like blend a lot of i don't want to say like components but just like yeah. You make sure to put emphasis on your lyrics. You also make sure to like make it sound good mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And like sometimes I feel like just in, in today's music culture, a lot of it's just kind of brushed over to do like what's popular or trendy. And that's the sad part is it's kind of the reality of music right now is um, whether you be a Christian artist in the industry, whether you be a, a mainstream artist in the industry, whatever type of industry that you consider yourself to be a part of, the trade-off most of the times is what makes money like what what gets streams what gets the viral vibe all of that stuff and so a lot of times we've gotten to a place where we love the creativity behind music but we don't love it enough for it to be more important than actually the money side to it you know if all of the melodies and all that stuff is cool but you're not hitting the numbers that we feel like you should then it's not really working which i tend to kind of push back on that in a sense of like i i believe like you're whoever's really interested in what you're doing are your fans and so if they're liking what you're doing personally for me i feel like they're the ones that matter i mean you know you definitely want to keep expanding your brand expanding your reach to different people but i i think through trial and error that that can happen without you necessarily having to force yourself um naturally what is a part of my personality is i'm just very intentional about what i do so like how you said uh the lyrics the lyricism will be there and then you'll have the the melodies well for me some people are more attracted and they actually feel more from melodies they're able to connect emotionally to the sound of things um Others are more intrigued. <laughs> yeah, I heard that too. Yo, we got goats in the background. <laughs> we got goats in the background, bro. <laughs> Others are more intrigued by what you're actually saying, you know, yeah. lyricism. Um, for me, that's also a big thing in terms of just hip hop because a lot of hip hop is storytelling. Is uh, when we look at worship music, it's more edifying going upward, whereas, you know, pushing forward in terms of hip-hop you're actually speaking to you're, you're speaking to people and so a lot more times for me um the way hip-hop i mean naturally was is people were speaking about what they saw around them and it was their way to tell their story to talk about what they saw their experiences the things that they've learned from just being a part of this thing called life so for me all of those different things it, are, they're super important to me because spiritually music is very powerful uh, it has the ability to create it has the ability to destroy um, and I think when you start understanding just how powerful music really is for me and me alone I guess at this moment I can't really understand why I would not give you 100 of myself in every way shape or form that I can so. yeah I mean and you even go to the point where you put Zelda and Johnny Bravo and Johnny Test and your and yeah, your man. lyrics. It's it's like I can't help those things because one, like I said, I to a point I'm a big kid at heart. So like I'm always pushing the envelope and trying to keep people youthful. Um, you know, some would say you're only twenty three. Some would say, Man, you're twenty three. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> it's all about yeah. a perspective thing. And so for me, I think in different aspects of my life 
I try to acknowledge that, yes, I'm 23, but I'm like a 23-year-old kid. <laughs> In other spaces, yes, I'm a 23-year-old young man. Um, just having to know how to, you know, adjust in those different spaces. Musically yeah. for me, you know, I love to do things that make it relatable for the listener. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> you know, not everyone, but a lot of people have watched Johnny Bravo. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a classic cartoon, you know? Um, classic, was that 2000s or 90s? I think that was like late 90s, late early 90s, 2000s. Early 2000s, yeah. Yeah, fact check. Um, but, you know, I grew up watching that. Johnny Bravo, yeah. Ed, Ed and Eddie, Curse the Cowardly Dog. I mean, what what else is there? Tom and Jerry. Tom and oh, oh, what? I can't even believe that I, like, skipped over that. That's usually a number, <laughs> number one or three that comes out of my mouth. But uh, stuff like that is cool because when you're rapping or when you're singing and those who are paying attention to what you're actually saying, it sometimes allows you to reminisce or it allows you to reflect, like, man, like something as simple for me is like now when I listen to music, there are certain moments where I literally just go back. Like, man, I remember what I was doing. Yeah, for real. When I was watching Ed and Eddie, I was eating Captain Crunch <laughs> berries. All right, sitting on my mother's couch, watching Ed and Eddie, hearing him go butter toast. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's like music. In I feel like. That's like humans with music, with like anything, you know, mm -hmm. like sometimes you just hear a song and it's like, dang, I remember like when I, yeah. what I was doing or like you're trying to connect with like that na nostalgia and like, I'm trying to connect with that any part of you that is willing to let me reach it, you know, because <laughs> I mean, everybody has to be reached in a different way. I think yeah. that's what's so dope about God is like, you didn't have to be in a certain financial class system you didn't have to be in a certain mental space you didn't even have to be in a certain emotional space you didn't even have to be in a certain place period god said like yo i love you so much i'll be right here in this moment with you and so i feel like as our job as a christian artist you know i can't speak for any other artist but like if you really say you're a christian artist like it's your job to go to the lost it's your job to go to the fatherless the stranger and you know one way you can do that obviously is our witness like our life should be that but also using the gift that god gave you you should want to be able to extend your hand out to that person in that way and so for some being able to connect with them through a reminiscing space is how i do it others is sometimes just certain lines that i say in my songs that create thought-provoking moments for people you're connecting that way you know even down to like how you interact on social media from a picture yeah. like if you say something in a certain way in a caption, for some, they just read it. But for others, they internalize it differently. And then from there, I believe God can move, you know, planting different seeds and finding different ways to plant seeds. Yeah. Yeah. Steve, you come up with any questions yet? Steve is just like sitting in the corner. the one you like, and smash. He's like, no. he's like enjoying it. He I just, just like listening. I don't know. That's cool. That's me. But if you... How about this? What do you see yourself in 10 years? Yeah. Ooh. Those are always good. I'm always interested <laughs> to hear these answers. Yeah, in 10 years, man. In 10 years, I really want to be not just traveling and doing music, but I want to be investing in other creatives, not even just musically, but whatever those passion may be for another young person or someone that may even 10 years be around my same age. Um, hopefully, I'll have a kid or two of mine to start 
living life and learning and and raising up um obviously a wife and and family <laughs> uh but yeah if we're talking about just specifically music man i i want to be a top tier legend um, i really want to be a legend when it comes to music and um hopefully you know the way that your michael jackson's and your chris browns and your kbs like i have a lot of different inspirations and not all of them are what you would say christian artists a lot of it is just dope to see that god bestowed this type of creativity in a person and allowed them to inspire others i'm hoping to literally have that same type of effect yeah yeah oh. i mean you even got on the fox racing gear so you feel me so, <laughs> so then kb's been wearing a lot lately i had it first <laughs> i had it before you Ooh, OG, OG. <laughs> I've had Fox racing gear since I was like three years old. Yeah, I mean, you were riding dirt bikes before you could crawl. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, answer, answer Racing, it's like pretty much like Fox. They do all that stuff. They actually just gave KB a deal. Wow. Yep, to wear their pants and stuff on stage. Yo, they... Oh, okay, that makes sense to see some of the pants I've been seeing him wear yeah. lately. Yep. That's hard. They're dope. I know it's it's a long shot, but I'm I would love to get sponsored by Vans, bro. Vans? <laughs> yeah. What? A lifetime supply of Vans, bro? <laughs> I killed a game. <laughs> or just be a center of a Vans meme, and then you will get yeah the Daniel kid. Just be the I about to say I should have been Daniel. Except <laughs> <laughs> so you'd probably only lifetime, get white Vans. Lifetime supply? Is it? He yeah, didn't he, yo, didn't he get a lifetime supply? Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. But it's, but it's only the ones that he was wearing. <laughs> like he tough. only gets the white Vans. Ew. Yeah. I'm gonna make sure, like, He's if I wearing a bunch of teeth. <laughs> I'm gonna like. <laughs> <laughs> but you never have to wash them. Yeah, that's true. You're done with you one pair. Put a new just pair on <laughs> every day. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the skateboard version of getting a lifetime supply of like Air Forces. <laughs> <laughs> Classic <laughs> white forces. Just classic white forces. No. They'd never be creased though. Cause you could just put but on the a new ones pair. that he had, they didn't even look like the ones that get yeah, no, creased. No, they're like the no, I'm saying the air forces. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> never have creased. How did we get here? <laughs> Me wanting to get sponsored by <laughs> Oh shoot, yeah. I think hey, you know, that could happen. It could, man. It's I just possible. have to, you know, have to trust God. Maybe wear them. Ride a couple of skateboards. And <laughs> I'm just, I'm just looking you head to toe right now. I'm not seeing a. You know, I decided <laughs> to wear the Hirachis today because they were more of a comfortable uh, footwear. Yeah, it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? You know, we're, we're audio, audio only. Audio. <laughs> I kind of said that audio. I think I said audio. that what I meant. Audio. Yeah, people aren't seeing the van, so for all they know. Until I spoiled it. You're wearing Vans. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. They're man. Nike Vans. So, <laughs> Nike Vans, the new the new collab. <laughs> right. I wouldn't be surprised if at some point in our lifetime we see that. Yeah. Talking about the 10 years from now and just, like, the legacy you want to leave mm -hmm. kind of thing. You were, like, what you want to be, the legacy. Like, what's the goal for your music? I know you said this, like, at the beginning, mm -hmm. you know. But, like, what is the – when you die – and people have your music left, what do you want them to get out of it? What's the... I want them to see that God was real, bro. Like, through my music, that he was evident. Um, I don't want to be just another Christian artist. <laughs> I literally live, like, in the... In the middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere <laughs> in the woods. There's woods all around us. And today, it just... <laughs> 
It's a busy, busy dogs, goats, and construction. (laughs) 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 Yo, that's a meme. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I want people to know that God was real, bro. Um, I feel like a lot of times when you ask a Christian artist, like, yo, what's the goal with the music? What do you want to do? What do you want to be? I feel like you unintentionally sometimes give cliche answers. Like, I just want to leave a good legacy. I just want to inspire the world. I want people to know Jesus. <laughs> but like, no, from my heart of hearts, bro, I really want people to know, like, there's a God who loves you and is watching everything that you go through, every tear that you cry unseen, every turmoil that you go through. And he's like constantly waiting for you to choose him. Um, and I'm, like I said, I'm hoping that through my music, from the stories that you hear, because what's funny is a lot of the storytelling in my music are real stories, you know? Um, even if we go back to the song Side Story, it's, it's a song about a young man dying to self to be revived and be brought back to life through Jesus Christ. And for myself, that is a real story. Like, that's something that I have to fight. Um, dealing with someone who has anxiety or someone who struggles with depression every once in a while, having to always cast those things down and having to deny myself and not letting myself get comfortable because even in those spaces you can get comfortable with well this is just what it is for me i'm just another person struggling with this thing but god calls you to life more abundantly and you know through those stories i'm hoping that people like i said really hear like god was moving in my life and because he was moving in my life i know for a fact that he can move in yours um the legacy man is just simply to be like yo be raw be dope don't sell yourself short because you say you're a christian if anything if you're claiming to be a follower of christ like that's a stamp bro like there's something to be said about that because there's only one way to god and it's through jesus christ man and you know we're constantly searching for a way out but he already provided the ram in the bush i mean the sacrificial lamb so that you could have life everlasting and like I said, it's just, it's something that's close to my heart because tomorrow's not promised. And even now, being a young 23-year-old, I've seen a lot of, like, it's, suicide is going up. Death yeah, is it's crazy. up. I mean, violence is, like, it's only getting worse. And so, you know, as I continue to see people struggle, as I continue to just live life through my own struggles, the one thing that has stayed constant is God himself. So I want people to really get that. And I want people to not just look through the music and see God, but like it really internalized and that seed gets planted and he waters it so that you yourself can go inspire the next individual. Yeah, man. Man. Do you have any questions for us? Yeah, bro. I definitely got some questions. Oh, shoot. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, Wait. <laughs> um, point him at the, the quiet one. Oh, I'm, I'm going to point him at all of you guys. <laughs> so being a listener to music, this is cool. I like asking this question. What's one thing that's made you happy about artists who claim that they're Christian? And what's one thing that has actually kind of made you sad about those who claim that they're Christian and what you see them do? <sighs> I think something, I think just what you said earlier is even alone when you, you know, in your music and you say you're a Christian artist, that alone 
is not what's making the money. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You got the, there's not necessarily a formula, you know, cause no mm-hmm. one can just go out and just make millions super easy. But there are things like, I don't know. I'm trying to th- like, I'm not saying like mumble rap is the way to the no. spotlight, but what I'm saying, there's like certain just like routes people take to try to get, you know, get the bag. Mm-hmm. So when uh, an artist is like, I'm Christian, and this is what I'm talking about. It's just like, you can right away tell that they're like, and maybe not always, but there's there's a level of like rawness mm-hmm. because you can tell they're not taking the way to try to get to like the most popular, the most famous, the right. most right. money. They're they're doing it uh, in a in a very genuine uh, way to share the truth, yeah. you know. And that's that's what's super neat to me about like, you know, whether you're talking the 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 big names and the Christian hip hop industry like Lecrae, Andy Minio, KB, all that, uh, or even just you know your local Christian hip hop artists or just people you're hearing when you have your Spotify radio station mm-hmm. on shuffle, and just like all of those people have like this. It's crazy to me because you got these mainstream artists rapping about whatever, mm-hmm. you know, sex, money, drugs, whatever, but with Christian artists it's always pointed to the same thing yeah. and like it's the same truth so like it, it's a very it, it just impresses me when mm-hmm. an artist is willing to do that because it's like they're really serious about sharing that truth yeah man That's what's, long. what's one thing that makes you sad though um I don't want to man I don't know how to say this without it sounding not nice I think you have to be honest, bro. Lecrae going back to his <laughs> roots, but like not going back to his actual roots. Like when he did that whole project with Zaytoven. Uh, yeah. Like it was more of that kind of just mainstream style. You know, one thing I am learning about just different spaces like that, especially because at the end of the day, a lot of our stuff is simply a perspective and opinionated type of thing is like, I, be, I mean, obviously to me personally, there is a right and wrong to doing things, but I try to relinquish too much of like me putting too much of my feelings into it and recognizing like the sovereignty of God bro is so crazy that like yo somebody was reached through that even if it may not have been me sometimes it can be I mean man I'm looking at your your Spotify you got 4,000 monthly listeners it says I'm I'm gonna guess more than one (laughs) has gotten more than one been reached reached through that music yeah but I don't know, kind of what Dawson's saying. I feel like you got some of the top dogs in the Christian hip-hop scene almost, like, kind of starting to go that mainstream route. I don't know. I feel like you go back. Maybe it's just a cultural thing, or maybe just, like, times have changed in the past 10 years. People Mm -hmm. do change. But I think a lot of it is you go back to... I'm all about style. Like, that changes, you know? Like... You can be an artist one year and like five years later, totally different style. You've grown as an artist, that's really cool to me. But you go back like five, 10 years, like with Andy Mino, Lecrae kind of thing. It There tended to be, in my opinion, I could just like be really dumb and not be able to read between the lines. But I felt like back then there was a lot more um, blatant sharing the truth yeah. kind of thing. Now yeah, it seems all. like <laughs> in new songs, like from these guys, it's just like, was God mentioned in that song ever? And I'm not saying that, like, you know, 
you, you have to every song. It's not like, oh, he didn't release a song or he released a song without saying God's name. I'm not going to listen to him. But on the other hand, if that's the goal of, you know, what they're doing, like mm-hmm. it is for you, then then why are we doing it now yeah. kind of thing? So it it's interesting to me when it seems like some of those bigger names in Christian hip hop are starting to not drift away from from Christ necessarily because I don't want to be one to to pass judgment on I I don't know any of these people and I don't want to judge someone's life off their music you know but just to I do feel like it's taken a step back from I could listen to one of my like Spotify playlists with a bunch of those artists on it and not hear Jesus or God on it for a while you know Mm. what I'm saying so Mm, I never thought about that it's interesting Mm. I never thought about that. I like NF style because he's he's he really focused on that point of he's a rapper and he believes he's not a Christian rapper. So like I like his style of music because he like he's not like blatantly making music like I mean obviously it glorifies the Lord, but he's like doing it to help with like all the struggles that he goes through and that he knows so, like anxiety and depression and all that. Mm-hmm. And he's been going like his new single that came out like. <laughs> it goes. Yeah, it goes. That video's tough too. Did you see the video? Yeah, the video's yeah, dope. Like but it. yeah, like he's he said in it, he's back in classic mode. So I think he's done. This is just a prediction that I myself have. I think he's gonna kind of stray away from that, like let you down kind of vibe, like the singing and like top of the charts. I think he's gonna go back to just Rapping. straight raw spitting, yeah. just all that, yeah. which I like though, because like I don't know. I feel like when you say you're a Christian rapper, you should be doing that. Mm-hmm. And if you say you're a rapper who believes, then you're a rapper who believes and you're using your gift to glorify God. You're not necessarily I have yet to really that understand your... the the articulation behind that thought though. I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah. Just because for me, like it almost like it's hard for me because I feel like you're saying the same thing, just flipping the words. I think, Dawson, you like kind of explained it to me like when we were talking about this a few months ago, and you were like, "It's like a plumber. It's like if you had a plumber who was a Christian, he wouldn't go out and say I'm a Christian plumber. Yeah, he would say I'm a plumber. He's a plumber, but, but I'm also on a the other hand, I think I'm like, I get what you're saying, Zay. Where it's like if if you are a Christian period your life goal should be to you know it's like the is it the catechism like the first question is like what's man's chief end to glorify god Mm -hmm. and enjoy him forever and like to our calling is to share the gospel so if you're going to even say you're whether you say you're a christian rapper or a rapper who believes kind of thing that still like should be the the purpose of your life and that should flow into your music too yeah and even for me like you know i just i go back to what jesus said he said if you be ashamed of me before man i'd be ashamed of you before the father so like how i look at that even that space of like talking about christian rapper rapper who's christian i believe it for me at the end of the day is a heart thing so like <clears throat> you have some people who who go against the grain with that because they don't want to get put in a box on your everyday today practical businessman wanting to be successful i don't really see the problem with that i can to a point like agree to that sentiment because like yeah. even me like i am a unashamed christian hip-hop artist 
but I don't want to be stuck in a box. Like I still want to be able to reach out. I personally don't want to look back at my music career and be like, yeah, I made dope music, but the only people who really enjoy my music were fellow believers. To me, I'll feel like I failed because you're not called to just be in your little bubble. Like you're called to go reach people. Like, I mean, dang, that's, you know, that's a hard balance. It is a hard balance because you think in like these big Christian hip hop artists who I was like saying, I don't know the songs that don't mention Jesus. Maybe that gets people who wouldn't listen to the ones that do. I mean, it you it, it could be that. I mean, I think we as people we're always trying to figure out how the how to yeah. or the why and what are we doing. And I think a lot of times that's where we have to remember like, yo, through all things, give it to Christ, man, and, and allow Him to do His work because. As you see, even simply trying to articulate in our own brains, we get flustered, we get frustrated, we get confused. And a lot of times I just like, I don't think it's necessarily our job to figure out every little thing. I think it's our, our job to do everything out of a place of compassion and love and doing it standing firm on the word. Like Paul said, Jesus came with truth and grace. And so like, he didn't say just truth. He didn't just say grace. He said truth and grace, meaning like, Yo, you can't give one and not the other. You can't give truth and no grace because it, it, it'll be imbalanced. You can't give grace without no truth because, you know, then it's still imbalanced. So for me, it's just a matter of, like, continuously checking your heart. Why are you doing this? What is your goal? Me, it is to inspire the next individual to, to discover God and their identity and what their purpose is so that they can enjoy the fruits that God has for us, let alone to go end up making their own disciples that God and Jesus gave a mandate to. Like, he didn't say, hey, if, if you'd like to, go and make <laughs> disciples. He said, go and make disciples. And so, you know, when I say, like, I don't want to be put in a box, it, I, it literally has nothing to do with because I'm a Christian rapper. It's more so like, I don't want your brain and whatever your perspective is to now limit my ability to go reach people. Yeah, you don't um, want people to see that Christian hip hop and be like, oh, oh, oh. But yeah. I, but for me, if you ask me, who am I? I'm gonna say I'm a Christian rapper. I say it because of my own conviction. Yeah. My conviction is if I feel like I can't, if I'm so afraid of being put in a box that I'm willing to say like, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a Christian rapper. I'm a rapper who's Christian. For I'm not, and I'm not even saying that those who do that are coming from the same place that I'm even talking about. Yeah. But for me, I feel like a lot of times that's where I wouldn't want to come from because it's now sounding like well, you're ashamed to be yeah. a Christian artist. And so, you know, I feel like if it is coming from a spot of like, yo, I just, I, it's because like, I feel like it's whack to be, it's corny. Um, um, you know, it's embarrassing to a point or it feels like, like you said, you're, it's something that, you don't want to be labeled on you just because you don't like how people are going to react to you, then I would say continue to check your heart about it because at the end of the day, that's a thing between you and God, you know? Yeah, I always just saw it as, like, if you're a Christian rapper, like, that's what you do. But, like, if you're, like, if NF said he was a Christian rapper, like, and then he puts out all these songs that are all about depression and anxiety and stuff. People are going to be like, well, what's up, what's, I mean, that, what's up with that? I mean, that is what, what happened to him at first. <laughs> yeah. Like, when people were knowing, before he made the stamp of, like, yo, I'm not a Christian artist, Yeah, he was already considered a Christian artist. And yeah. when most of his music had a dark tone 
and it was not necessarily because he wanted you to be depressed but he was making music from a place that he truly was in and he was making that music because he knew other people probably needed that yeah you know lecrae's music is not for everybody even kb i mean kb (laughs) is probably your number one unapologetic theologically sound christian artist like you know for a fact you will hear jesus at least four times i like jesus i like jesus over florida you know what i'm saying (laughs) but to be honest like kb is dope but not everybody's gonna be able to receive kb yeah so i really believe it's like a matter of like yo finding your niche and make sure your heart is in the right spot when you do like if nf can reach people who struggle with anxiety and depression that i may not be able to reach then yo i think god is glorified you know I do when we start talking about the numeric value of how many times like somebody said Jesus I get nervous because it's like I don't know if that's necessarily the only way that God truly is glorified by yeah. simply saying his name yeah there is no name that is above his there's no other name that can bring healing that can perform miracles but like God himself is dwelling in secret like <laughs> and so even in music like if your heart is there and the the reasoning why you're doing this is there and what you're trying to accomplish is really on point then god himself will i believe he'll reign over that track and he'll reach the person who needs to hear it steve you got anything yet steve's been quiet the whole i like to know (laughs) (laughs) you've been hearing all of this and there's no you got no questions no no thoughts i do but you're just kind of absorbing it all Articulate them. I don't want to. <laughs> I got you. Put them in a bad way. We got you. Put yeah. them in, like, bad put them in way. a bad way. What are you thinking, bud? Oh, no, Steve. Like, Come on, we can switch it up. It's <laughs> real hot out right now. Yeah, it's toasty outside. <laughs> I don't want to speak flippantly. <laughs> we can often say things and then, like, two sentences later, contradict ourselves. <laughs> I got you. I know that I. I do that a lot, so that's why I'm more hesitant to speak because this isn't something that I know a lot about. Mm. I got like you. Hip hop yeah. and Dawson and I are definitely on the hip hop consumer side of <laughs> the, <laughs> oh, yeah. the group. For um, sure. I got a question for you. Bet it up, bro. What's your favorite song you've made? <laughs> Yo. I think um, I know this one. Do you? I don't think I they think know so. this one. I don't think I, that's what I was like, do you? Well, um, I don't know. I haven't heard any of the new ones that you've made, but yeah. the last time I checked, I think I know. Mm. Ah, I have to like pull up the catalog. <laughs> Let me see. I wrote a verse last night, bro, that honestly is one of my favorite verses right now. Give it to us. Do we get a little sneak peek? Yeah. Uh, it's not recorded, but. Hey, that's what I'm saying. A little live. A little, little live. Oh, bro, like, yeah, I have no problem giving you, like, so this is one of the songs where I was like, I was trying to give you something in every line. Yeah. Um, But first, let me try and figure out what's the favorite song. To be honest, bro, like, it, it might still be Rumbling for me, bro. Rumbling, like, is one of my favorites just because where I was mentally at when I wrote it and then to look back and realize what I was saying, like. I was really snapping on that track. <laughs> rumbling but, uh, yeah, I think right now it's Rumbling. Um. I was right. I knew that. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, Tank asked you that like probably a month ago. Mm. 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this one right here, I wrote it last night. So we got a we got a Zay Jones podcast exclusive. Exclusive, bro. I just wrote this last night. I was, what I love, like I said, I love playing with words. I love playing with schemes. So I just kind of was going, going, and it was funny because like I just kept writing and writing and writing. <laughs> uh, let's see. It said, this is my this is my frequency when I'm on the beat, no leniency. Piecing them up, that's sequencing. I serve the big man, king of kings. I'm trying to get to the lamb of God. Don't play with the ID, you know that's fraud. All in my way, I'm like, oh, Lord. I'm back in my bag, not talking about chips, so don't see why you trying to dip. Yeah, off of my mind, get a grip. Living water, need a sip. Was excited to get it. I'm trying to feed the village. Every beat, you got to feel it. I'm wavy with the weight. I know I found a way. Pressure on the head. Yeah, pretty soon you'll be kneeling. And on that day, when he show his face, the whole world cries. What a good feeling. He cracking the ceiling. I follow the road that was given Sometimes it get lonely But I know I'm with them They say I'll write from the heart Spirit tell me It's been that from the start Pain made a way for the art Please flood the world Know I could use the art Ghetto boy writing songs Put the pen in my palms Dreadlock David playing with hearts In the bullseye Just like a dart Why by faith and not sight Like it's dark I'm pushing Iron Man Feel like I'm Stark <laughs> Yeah uh, Okay <laughs> still, It was still more But I was like Okay <laughs> How yeah. long did it take you to write that? Uh, 20 minutes. So, you Sick. did that on your phone? Yeah. I don't know if I could write those that many words <laughs> in 20 minutes, <laughs> let alone ones that rhyme, let alone ones that are coherent. <laughs> yeah. With that much... I <laughs> <laughs> How... <laughs> Yeah, man. I just, like I said, I really love words. I feel like, I mean, the Bible says life and death is in the power of your tongue. So, like, when I'm writing, I really want, like, because you have to speak the words. You have to speak what you're saying. Like, I want you to, if I can, like, just be straightforward, I want you to feel, like, my emotion and what I'm saying because it's, like, genuine. It's not because I just want to be a dope rapper. It's like, nah. I want every line to be smacking you <laughs> in your face. Like I know. It's not like with... Like listening to that, it's not like, ooh, that was the that was the good line. Mm -hmm. It's like, ooh, that, ooh, that, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really like me and Tori, Tori Deshawn, man, that's my bro. Like, we talk about stuff like that all the time. Like, yo, I feel like if I'm not doing that exactly what you just said, I'm not rapping. Like, I feel like my goal is like, every time I drop a line, you should be trying to figure out like. You're you're stuck on the last line, but you're trying to prepare yourself for the next line. Bro, that's one thing. He don't write bars anymore. He so just writes quotes. I write quotes. I'm pushing Iron Man. Feel like I'm Stark. That was. I'm not gonna lie. That line for me, I thought was hard. Or the I said, uh, uh, Ghetto Boy writing songs. Put the pen in my palms. Dreadlock David playing with harps. Like that, <laughs> that's hard. That's hard to me. Do you ever you know? think like maybe these other artists don't? make every line that deep so that people can actually make it through the song and understand it instead of having to having to listen to to every line over and over i, I would i would some i'm gonna be honest like I, and I mean this humbly is like no sometimes i don't think everybody's putting that much energy in their music but for me it's like maybe that's not meant for them i mean some like you know you me and kiwi talk about it like kiwi's not a super lyrical guy he's someone that's like more trying to get you to catch a vibe and sometimes will speak more to you through his vibe than he would his actual words. I am just an individual that is trying to do all of that all at once. Um, and I mean, just like anything, practice makes perfect. Some people aren't designed to be able to do all of that, but I'm, I'm hoping to sharpen my skills to a point where like, I could, 
I would love to be the artist that it's like, yo, anything I make is crazy. So I'm, yeah. I'm trying to get to that point. I think you already checked that box. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. I, to be honest, like, uh, Steven was talking to me and he was like, yo, you're, I really believe you're one of the best Christian hip hop artists that like exists right now. It's just, you're, people haven't really gotten a chance to catch on and bite the wave yet. So I'm like, well, I mean, just like anything you keep going and what I think would be dope is as people look back, you know, I think that'll be cool too. Like if people look back years now, years from now and are like, yo, he was snapping <laughs> like this back then. You know, I'm just hoping that, when do they say you hit your prime? Like you don't hit your prime until like what? Late twenties, right? Yeah, like twenty seven or something. Twenty seven? Like, yo, I'm hoping like, yo, if this is not even my prime, I'm like, I'm scared if like I'm scared to see what I really <laughs> be doing. Like, that's really cool. And it, and it means a lot to me being that like Steven is someone I really look up to and other people like that. Uh Tori, I'm, I have a song with Tori and he was at Reach and he played it for Lecrae. And Lecrae was like, Yo, y'all who's that other dude? Like and he, Tori was like, oh, that's my homie Zay Jones. Like, he back in, like, Grand Rapids. He was like, bro, y'all be, y'all going. So, to me, it meant a lot that it's like, yo, somebody that don't even know me, that knows I know them. Um, and, you know, if we think about it, besides, like I said, KB is one of your most unapologetic Christian hip-hop artists. Yeah. But in terms of, like, face of CHH, a lot of times it's Lecrae. So, for the face of CHH to say something like that, I know I'm doing something right. Yeah. Man. Matter of time. Don't don't forget the audio show when you make it to the top. <laughs> hey, but I but the thing is, bro, like this is a life thing for me. Like I I would love to keep building, bro. Like I don't have a a deadline for this. This is a part of what I believe like discipleship, what lifelong friendship is supposed to be. So uh, y'all not going nowhere unless y'all move to some foreign land that I don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, well. Man, I I could keep going. Yeah, we could go Th forever is, with this. This is literally like been the my my by far favorite, and I've done the least talking <laughs> that I've done in any of these podcasts. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Oh, but, Steve, but, you're so, here. <laughs> so, oh, Steve. Hey, guys, welcome Steve to the yeah. podcast. <laughs> uh, if we want, we might have Zay back on if you guys like this episode. Yeah, for man, sure. anytime. Even if you didn't, <laughs> we'll probably have Zay back. I think we're gonna wrap this one up. Yeah. It's been going for a bit. Uh, we're not gonna do a Q and A because that's kind of what this whole podcast has been, <laughs> just yeah. between us four. Go um, check out all Zay's stuff. Yeah, for real. So Zay, where where can the where can the people Man, find you? On all outlets, you have Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal. Uh, is it is it Deezer? <laughs> I think it's something, something like that. that. <laughs> iHeartRadio, um, Pandora, like wherever you are listening to your music, you can find me there. I'm somewhere in there lurking for you to press the play button. Ooh. Ooh. And he's, he's he's I'm waiting CD. for you to listen to the audio. The <laughs> audio. <laughs> for, yeah. 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 Uh, oh, yeah. If the people want to see you talking live, they do. Yo, yeah. If you ever, yeah, man. Come see me at the edge, man. Sunday mornings at... 11. I'm about to say, I do want to say 10. Like, I don't know why. It's because I'm there at 10. Zay's um, just pranking y'all. He just wants you to be there. Zay's supposed early, to be there right now. <laughs> yeah, I am supposed to be there right now, but I believe that this is where God wanted me at this moment, so I'm enjoying it. Um, but yeah, man, catch me on Sunday mornings at 11, man, at the edge. Come join us for worship. Yep. Also, man, in my in my Instagram bio, follow me at I, I am Zay Jones. In my bio, man, I have my booking information, so if you do want to ever want to chop it up, link up. You can either just DM me or you could get an inquiry from the from the uh, from the booking man. 
love to check you out, hang out with you, do a couple of songs, and live life with you. Man. Do it. It's good having you on the show right, today. Thank you, Zay. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, All right, thank you guys for listening. Uh, make sure to write us five. Or what? Write us <coughs> five. Make sure to rate <laughs> us five stars on iTunes. Uh, make sure you're following us wherever you're listening. Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are now. on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Ooh, We're I did on not know iTunes. About the Apple. Wait, no, that's what I said. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple. Wow. Uh, we're ditching SoundCloud because that that gets expensive when you're uploading a lot. We don't have face tats. We don't have face tats. but yeah make sure to uh subscribe on youtube we'll probably still just have some videos coming up soon thank you for listening i'm john i'm dawson i'm steven it's your boy zay we will catch you in the next episode bye peace gang